welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Pixelated Sausage Show. Hi, 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 hi. I am, of course, your host, Mark Krishnez, and today it's, I believe, I've said this in the past, and it's always a lie, I believe it's going to be a short show today because I don't really have much of anything to talk about. I am extremely tired. It's been a hell of a week. Uh, it's been some uh, trying times with my father. A little extra difficult at points this week. So I've been doing my best to accommodate and help him as best I can. Uh, nothing too serious, just in case anyone's wondering. Nothing bad or anything, just... Some bad days, you're going to have bad days, you're going to have good days, you're going to have a lot of average days most of the time, but uh, sometimes you have those bad days, and a bad day is not bad, bad, but it's just not average. (laughs) Uh, But it is what it is. It's the long and slow and gradual road to recovery that we are on, and we are going to persevere we are going to power through it and we're gonna we're gonna get through it including all the freaking puffy hair today today was a shower day i don't shower every day because that i think is excessive but today was a shower day and that means my hair is all poofy and i hate it and i just want to not record the show on a day like today with my hair is all poofy and stupid. But, uh, yeah. I am almost done ripping and converting and whatnot uh, Smallville for Plex, so that's fun. But there's, there's nothing to report on the Plex. I, I honestly can't think of anything about anything to, 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 to you know. Woohoo, boy. But Voyager, Star Trek. That show fucking sucks. Holy shit. Oh my god. I'm not going to talk about it in any detail, so don't worry. I just want to say that I'm now flex. <laughs> Six episodes into season two, I believe, and it continues to just be an absolute piece of shit. It's horrible. There was maybe an okay episode here or there, but there is yet to be a single good episode and the majority of them are awful and it's because the characters all fucking suck. I don't like any of them. B-Next, whatever the hell his name is, that dude, maybe the worst Star Trek character of all time from what I've experienced so far uh, through the original series, Next Generation and Deep Space Nine. I can't think of anyone I like less than him maybe he'll grow on me maybe there'll be a turning point where he is not an annoying whiny self-centered piece of shit bitch motherfucker (laughs) I didn't mean to I I don't like using bitch in that way fuck that dude though but yeah fuck him he sucks everything he's the worst But in addition to the Star Trek and the voyaging, I have been rewatching all the Terminator movies. 
And so far, I've made my way through Salvation. So I have Genesis and Dark Fate left, and that's it. I've enjoyed all of them, to varying degrees, of course. I did watch the special edition of Terminator 2, because that's the only one I currently have on my Plex server. I just ordered a copy of the Skynet edition of the Blu-ray, because that's the one that has the commentary tracks, which is why I haven't, I didn't redo those movies yet, because I'm waiting to get that. But man, the, the special edition is bad. It kills the pacing, the really, really good pacing of the theatrical release. It adds what James Cameron is terrible at, and that's romance. He is fucking god-awful at romance. The only movie where it kind of works is True Lies, and that's because it's all jokey in there. It's not romantic comedy. It's not romantic comedy. It's not romantic romance. It's silly romance, if you even want to call it romance in there. And it works because of that. But Titanic, horrible movie. That's just an awful movie with an incredible set piece. That's like the last 45 minutes of that movie or however long. I haven't seen that movie since the one time I watched it because it's not worth enduring all that crap to get to that. Not train wreck, literal the shipwreck. And I could just skip to that point. But why? Well, what, what am I going to get out of that really? I saw it one time, that's enough. Then Terminator is a solid world building movie with some good action, but it's bogged down by this garbage romance that is taking itself super seriously and it wants us to feel shit for it too, but it's horrible. It's handled so poorly. The sex scene is laughable. It makes the hallelujah scene in Watchmen seem like high, high, high art. And not just high, I've been smoking some doobies art, highness, but high, ho, 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 art. Uh, what other movies? I have not, I've, I've watched a little bit of The Abyss. I haven't seen all of The Abyss. Then Avatar. The romance stuff in there is no not a fan and is there I don't know if there's any it's been a while since I've watched aliens can't remember if there's any type of romance that he tries to force down your throat in that movie but one of the additional scenes in the special edition of Terminator 2 is a scene where Sarah is dreaming of Kyle. I'm pretty like I, I didn't go and look at the two different versions frame by frame, so maybe I could be remembered wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's not in the theatrical release because it's horrible. It hurts her character and her journey in that movie where she breaks down while trying to kill the Skynet guy. And when she goes to his home, breaks in, is ready to shoot him, and then breaks down in that moment, realizing what she's doing and how extreme this is all 
being and everything, you, you see how fragile she is in that moment. But when you watch the special edition, you you see that already in that dream sequence where she just becomes a, a puddle as soon as she's thinking of Kairos. Oh, and she's just uh, all over him, and it's it's so bad. He cannot do romance. It's probably why all his romance in real life fail. But Terminator 2 is still a fantastic movie. The special edition is not, though. I There's no reason to watch that. You have the part in the desert that's really dragged out. It's, it's just a poorly paced thing that reminds you and me and everyone that James Cameron is a fantastic director. But he also is someone who makes horrible decisions. I think most people agree that all but one of his special editions is bad. And and the special editions are essentially his director's cuts or close enough to him. And his decision to not... There's a recent rumor that maybe The Abyss is coming to UHD in a few months. Okay, but why that has not even seen a Blu-ray release along with True Lies, who knows? If you wanted them to be on those formats, they would be. Why Avatar isn't? What? What? Huh? Why the Terminator 2 UHD is so fucking terrible and apparently he approved it, so he liked the way it, he is he is both an incredible filmmaker and an incredibly stupid filmmaker it's 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 amazing it's incredible it's incredible but terminator 1 solid movie bogged down by garbage romance terminator 2 fantastic movie just don't want to watch the special edition terminator 3 and, and terminator 2 part of what makes it so good is What's his name? Is it, is it Robert Patrick? But the, the guy who plays the bad Terminator, he is so good. And it's a reminder that any great... I'll, I'll specifically say any great action movie is only as great as its villain, as the thing your hero is fighting against. That is why Die Hard is so good. If Hans Gruber was just some boring ass who, like, Die Hard is the best example or, or proof of that point because Die Hard 2, Die Harder, is just Die Hard, again, but in an airport with a forgettable antagonist, a forgettable villain. It's the same fucking it's the same fucking story. It's the same fucking setup. It's the same fucking everything. So why doesn't it work as well? It's because you don't have Hans Gruber. You don't have Alan fucking Rickman in his first movie role saying, hey, look at how big my dick is. I'm incredible. I am amazing. I am one of the greatest actors of all time. Now you all are aware of that. Let's go. 
And where was I going with any of this? Yeah. Terminator 3. Terminator 3 is pretty good. The problem with Terminator 3 is that while I think the actress they got for the bad Terminator role is good, she she does a fine job as the emotionless humanoid version. The actual Terminator is so boring and lazy. It is unimaginative. It, it's, it's basically what they did was they took the first Terminator, Arnold Terminator, and then the, the second Terminator, the liquid one, put them together so you have the exoskeleton and then the liquid on top of it. And then the part of Terminator 2 where you have the line from Arnold saying, uh, you know, why doesn't he just, you know, uh, the, the boy or whoever says, why doesn't he just turn himself into a bazooka or some crazy ass gun? Why does he still have to use regular guns? And Arnold is like, well, it's, it's, he can't create complex machinery. He can only form whatever types of basic objects. They took that line from Terminator 2 and for Terminator 3, they said, what if we threw that out, huh? What if we take the first Terminator, put the, the second one on top of it, and then that whole thing that it can't do, what if it can do that now? Boom, it's a fucking incredible, man. We are geniuses. We are so smart and creative. We are the best. And it 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 lacks the excitement of the that we got with the second Terminator, where it was this new experience. It was a very, very new inventive Terminator. And instead we just get this boring, lazy ass one. But I think the the story itself and some of the set pieces are great. I, I think it's a really a solid entry in the, the, the franchise. Nick Stahl, I, th I would say, is a good John Connor, adult John Connor. He, <laughs> Thankfully, we don't see any of the, the future bits where he is the actual general and all that kind of stuff because that little flash forward where we see him in the old makeup, he does not look the part. He does not look like somebody who can lead an army. But that's not the, what that movie is. Then Salvation, the stuff with Sam Worthington, is significantly more interesting than the stuff with Bale as Connor. But it's, it's, a, it's a decent movie with some really well-directed and shot action scenes. But it's, it's all right. It's, it's nothing super special, but decent enough and that leaves me with Genesis and Dark Fate Dark Fate is my second favorite Terminator movie we'll see if that stands I, I doubt that would change because it doesn't have the stupid romance shit of the first movie and yeah 
But Genesis, Genesis is the best bad one. I mean, it's the only, there's no way I'm going to look at Genesis. I'm not going to come out of this rewatch thinking Genesis is suddenly a good movie. I'm going to continue thinking it's a bad but enjoyable movie for how bad and stupid it is. And it's extra special with its trailer and how it gave away the big twist of it. I'm not going to tell you if you don't know, if you somehow don't know what the twist of Genesis is. Good for you, man. Good for you. Go watch it. See see what it's all about. But that's it in terms of what I've been watching. I did watch an episode of Home Improvement. I was curious. Hey, how does this hold up? It holds up well. That is a, an enjoyable show. It's married with children, but wholesome and corny in a good way. Not so fucking cynical and miserable. And sometimes that's that's what you want. It's it's nice. It's pleasant. It is what it is. I'm sure there are certain people who will not like it because of its general vibe and some of the things in it, but whatever. Those people are too fucking sensitive. Anywho, let's get on to what I've been playing. Got two games. No, we'll wrap up this sh short show. Shortest show. I, I did kind of meander about all that crap, though, that I just meandered about. So, Dynabomb 2 is a platformer where you play as a boy or girl. You might be a robot. I'm not sure. But the, the goal of the game is to get to the door at the end of a level which is locked until you find a key within the level. And you have four goals for every level. Beating it within the time limit, killing all the enemies before uh, exiting through the door, collecting all the gems before exiting through the door, and what was the fourth one? The fourth one might be collecting all these special orb things in them. But that's all you're doing. It's super fucking simple. It is comprised of eight areas of eight levels a piece with a boss fight to wrap each one up. However, you can get all the achievements through playing uh, through the plane of just the first area and all the levels in the, the first boss fight. Because that's that's really all you care about, and then you know you're not gonna play anymore because it's it's an ugly ass game. I hate the art, it's super ugly. Plays fine enough. You have a jetpack and you can refuel it by collecting fuel within the space or by walking. So, like your friction, you just walk back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. If you are low on fuel and you don't have any canisters to pick up, you will run across crates that will give you some grenades that you use to defeat enemies. It's super, super simple, super, super easy until you get to the boss fights, which are really cheap and annoying simply because of how much of a spike they are compared to the rest of the game and the simplicity of all that. But yeah, this is a whatever platformer. And then the other game I played is a much more interesting game, A Space for the Unbound, this is an adventure game, a story-driven adventure game where you play a young boy 
who, with your girlfriend, are, are, are along for a bit of a mysterious ride. You have this red book, which allows you to enter the minds of people and manipulate them. You can do stuff as simple as helping someone go to sleep by turning off all the lights inside their head, turning off the alarm clock, and doing very basic stuff like that. Or more elaborate things that may change a person in significant ways. The writing's not bad. I was initially worried, but the, the, the first bit of writing you see is an in-game character writing their story. And, and so I, I took that as them not being the best writer. The problem I have with this game, though, is that you're a normal dude who gets access to this red book that allows you to jump into the minds. You, you can space dive into the hearts, the minds of, of, of others when the, when the story serves the, the purpose. My problem, though, is that your girlfriend, she has supernatural powers. And already within the first few hours that I've played the game, there are so many instances where you have to, in very traditional adventure game uh, fashion, do a lot of tedious, uh, tedious busy work in order to complete a goal, complete a task. And there are there were already there are, uh, were already a handful of instances where she uh, at some point just uses her supernatural powers to get something done, and it kills the story. It kills everything for me, at least. I know there's a lot of love for this game, but when I know that within this universe she could just fucking use her powers to get shit done and I don't have to go over here and then over here and fucking get this dog toy so I can get this dog away from this cat that's in this tree. So I have to get the dog toy. Where's the dog toy? Oh, the, the owner dropped it into the general store. Oh, oh, now this biker gang dude, he picked it up and he's playing with it because who fucking... Who, what kind of gang dude would not want to play with a dog toy? Oh, he won't give it to me unless I get him a, a cigarette? Okay, I, get, I gotta go to the cigarette, dude. Alright, I'm gonna go get a cigarette. Now I get the cigarette, and I go and I give it to the gang guy. Now he gives me the dog toy. I get the dog toy, and I throw it, and the dog goes away, and I can go climb off this tree, and then I can go after the, the, the cat, and I'm doing this little whatever mini game where I have to time it right so that I... I Press the button within it, uh, with when it's in the right space, and I do that a few times, and then the branch breaks, and we start falling to the ground, and the game's action like this is going to be the death of me, even though it's only ten feet. But before we hit the ground, what happens? She uses her supernatural powers to stop us in midair, and then let us down gently. Why the fuck didn't she just use her supernatural powers to get the cat out of the fucking tree in the first place? What's the point of that? Earlier than that, uh, before that. There was a point where I had no money. She she wanted to skip school and go see a movie. And I was like, man, I don't have any money. I, I spent it all on all this fucking ramen or whatever the hell I ate. There was something. I, ha I, I got five servings of it. Uh, that's all I remember. I had five servings. And I was like, holy shit, that's a lot of servings, dude. But I had no money. And then she said, oh, are you sure? 
why don't you check your pockets again? And she magically made 5,000 rupees or whatever the fuck the money is in the game. It just was suddenly in my pocket. Oh, shit. She could just make money magically appear when she wants, when it suits her, when it will benefit her. And then I don't have to do some tedious fucking work to get this money. And then where I just finally checked out was we got to the movie theater. Tickets were 2000 bucks a piece. I only had 2500 left at that point. So I couldn't afford the 4000 for two tickets for us. But she used her fucking magical powers to manipulate the, the person behind the desk and whatnot to make it so that there was a, a special suddenly. It just magically was special day, and now you do two for one. Get two tickets for the price of one. It'll only cost $2,000. I got the money now. <sighs> Once that happened, as interesting as the story was, as solid as the writing was, as much as I did enjoy the characters, I really liked the art. It's a beautiful game. It's got beautiful pixel art, great music. There's a lot going for it. But... Maybe I'm being overly finicky about it and being too whatever. It just, the fact that she has this supernatural power that can seemingly do whatever the fuck she wants. Like she could just, if there's something she wants, she can make it happen. But she's only choosing to use it when it suits her needs when she doesn't feel like going through some tedium bullshit but she is more than happy to let me do some tedium shit at times where i had to fucking go and collect all this crap for this cat that we found this tray to build a house and get a like it's just it, it it made the fact that games like this already have tedious actions and requests and back and forth actions and fetch quest type things to pad out the experience all the more worse because you literally are you you literally have this character who can make things go by faster who doesn't need me to do all this shit and they're just not helping because There is no reason. That that's why. That's the that's the answer. It should be because. So I, I don't know if it's gonna keep to that that pace or whatever. But in those first few hours, it already felt like it was dragging its feet, like it was padding out the experience because it feels the need to make the game longer when it doesn't. No game does. Sadly, it's it's not the cause of the symptom or whatever it is something that exists because a lot of people do want games to be longer to feel like they're justifying their purchase and it fucking sucks but that that personally took me out of the experience and, and made it so that it just wasn't working for me frustratingly saddenly so but that's it in terms of what i've been playing so with that I'm going to call a show. We we actually did it. We did a short show. This may, uh, you know, uh, the, the outro and everything may push it over 30 minutes, but this is, this is the first one under 30 minutes in fucking forever. 
So with that said, once again, I am Mark Cushnez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. If you'd like to find all my links of important what have you, I don't, I, don't, I, I can't remember how I end the show anymore. But uh, if you'd like to find all my links of import and, and whatnot, you can go over to pixelatedsausage.p, pixelatedsausage.com slash pxs. Uh, get all my links and whatnot there. And if you enjoy this here show and what have you, you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs to support me and my nonsense that away for your support. You know, you can support very little and you, just because you want to. But if you support at the $3 or higher tier, you get access to the private Discord channels as well as the question mark channel, which was barren since the last show. So there were no questions for me to answer. But in there, you can just freely ask questions. And if I like what I see, I will read it on the show and answer it here on the podcast. So if that sounds like something you'd like to, to partake in, that is again patreon.com slash pxs but that is going to do it as i already said so as always thank you for watching or listening i hope you enjoyed this here episode and i hope you have both a wonderful wonderful rest of your day and a fantastic lovely super califragilisticexpialidocious week and so for now adios a uh, riva bye